0: Hey, y'all, you're listening to an encore episode of the God Center Mom Podcast with me, Heather McFadden, and today I'm sharing my conversation with Kat Lee from Inspired to Action.
1: So as sweat just poured down my face, so were the tears, and I was just crying. I was just like, God, why do I Stink at this so much? Why can I not be patient? Why am I so incredibly, completely frustrated with my children and with every little thing that they do today? Why is this so, so hard for me? And, you know, how can I get it right? How can I, how can I just turn a corner? And I just felt like he was like, you just need to start getting up earlier. Um... So let's go back over this. I have really little kids, and they already wake up at the crack of nothing, jumping on me and wanting Cheerios or Sesame Street or whatever. I get up pretty early. I think we've got that part covered. But he was like, no, no, you need to get up for your kids and not to your kids. You need to get up before them and prepare your heart and understand my heart for them before they even get up.
0: Okay, if y'all listened to the This Is Us episode where Bruce interviewed me, you heard... All of my words about how Catley has impacted my life from helping me wake up early so that I'm parenting from a place of spending time with God and out of my own strength and self-effort, which, like today, I did not get time with God in the morning, and it showed, and how I talk to my boys, but that habit, I i miss it. I miss it, and I know y'all with young kids, it sounds crazy. Just stick around and listen to what Kat has to say, because you will love it. She also shares her story of the power of the mom, and it's from her own hard place, uh, Kleenex Alert. When I first heard Kat's story, I think I was, just kept crying. I couldn't cry. crying. Um, but she's a beautiful person, a true, loyal friend. She is authentic in her mothering and her friendship, and I'm so thankful for her, and I can't wait for you to get to know her. If you are struggling in your motherhood, and you're looking for a way to do things differently, and you've been, you know, inspired by this podcast that there is a possibility to mother from a God-centered place, but you don't know where to get started, I want to direct you to the HelloMornings.org site that Kat has started. She has great resources for you. And in January, she's launching a three-minute, 30-day challenge, which she just told me about. It's super exciting. Uh, every day we get a new start. Every hour we get a new start, but there's nothing quite like a new year. And uh, this 30-day challenge is going to help you get a taste of what start another session with accountability captains in the past these groups have gone on, on Facebook or Twitter or Vox or Instagram and I don't know what they're going to offer but I uh, hear more about that and how to sign up I'll share that at the end of this show I'm so thankful for Kat and you getting to know her so let's get right to my conversation
1: here we go hey Kat how are you doing today I am doing very well. I have a couple chocolate chip cookies here, so, hey. you know, what can go wrong? I know we're close, but if we could be just a little bit closer. I, know.
0: It, I is, know. it is one of those weeks, and I know that you've been having um, an all-in week. with All-in. <laughs> with your hubby traveling. Yes. Man, it yes. changes the game, doesn't it?
1: It does, but I have discovered a few little secrets that oh, help me. Let's tell him. When he's gone. Let's so start with that. Now, maybe it's just because I'm a scaredy cat, but I used to have the hardest time sleeping when he was gone. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I would hear things or whatnot. And so I realized that when I have my kids in my room, I uh-huh. sleep awesome. So whenever he's gone, it's a giant slumber party. But not in your bed, in my, right? You said that Not in life... my bed, no. Kids aren't allowed in my bed because, well, last night I let one because she wasn't feeling good, but then she ended up kicking me in the face. No, so that's the worst. So that just reinforced my previous rule. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we so our, it's, our bedroom has, like, my husband's office attached to it, but with, like, some glass French doors, so um, what, one kid will be, or two kids will be sleeping in there on a blow-up mattress, and then we have a couch, and so another kid will sleep on the couch, and then actually another kid prefers to sleep on the floor, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so yeah, and I just, I sleep really well cause everybody's right there and I know I can, you know, protect everyone. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> They're not going to protect me. I'm not going to protect them, but that, for some reason, that's awesome. it just feels better. And then I would also freak out because I would wonder if I locked everything. Cause usually oh, yeah. my husband does that every night. And so now I just, it's just so dorky, but I take pictures <laughs> before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> The locked doors, because otherwise I would lay there and I would think, "Now did I lock the back door?" Oh my goodness! Well, now I don't remember. <laughs> well, now I need to go check. But now I can just turn on my phone and check. Oh yeah, there's the picture. There's of the, the locked picture door. of the
0: locked door, and it's not from last night. I just took it. There's the right. timestamp right there.
1: Right now, for all of you clicking stop on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I promise I'm not crazy. No,
0: you're not crazy. You're not crazy. And you've, you and I've also talked about the staying up late factor of husbands being oh, yeah? gone and the negative impact on the rest of the day when we do that. Absolutely. And I, mean, I, don't I think get that's this why, time. that's how I handle going to sleep is I like stay up so late that I'm utterly yes. exhausted, and so I crash mm-hmm. at like twelve thirty one, and then it's terrible. It's terrible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I've learned my lesson because then I'm just mean mommy the next day and completely unproductive mommy who then that night is so tired just wants to stay up late again and it just it's so but I've gone to bed by 10 every night one night I stayed up till 11 but still that is really good for me
0: that is really good and we'll talk more about sleep and habits and the importance of sleep with mommy-ness at near (laughs) the end of this Podcast. But before we get into it, for people who have never met you or heard um, your story, would you first of all just introduce us to your kids? Tell us about your kids and their names and even if you want to throw him in
1: there. Yeah, I'll throw I'll, I'll throw him in there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so my husband Jimmy and I have been married. Oh, why do I always say that? Because then I never remember on the spot. I think oh, we're no. married sixteen years. Okay, Could be we're married in nineteen ninety eight. I can yeah, never do that. That You're math good. sixteen. Yes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: good. Okay, because uh, I'm we fifteen have, and I'm
0: ninety nine. So
1: that was oh, why perfect. Well, was now that. whenever I wonder, I can just call you. you and say, Oh me. yeah, I'm doing this. Spe- I'm doing this talk right now. Can you answer really quick? Because there's all these people watching me.
0: Um, I can tell the chocolate chip cookies are having their impact. Sorry, I'll turn it down.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um,
0: so you have Jimmy. Yeah. 16 yeah, years.
1: We have, we have Jimmy. We've been married 16 years, and then uh, my oldest is Anna, and she's 12. And I have another daughter who is 10. Her name is Allison. And Jackson is seven years old, and he is our boy. And then we have a dog. Uh Who's a boy. Who's a boy. His name's Captain. So you
0: have a blended, I mean, it's a perfectly balanced family.
1: Two boys, two girls. One's a
0: canine. (laughs) One's a canine. Um, Okay. And so when I met Kat, um, she was speaking at our mops group and a friend had already said, you know, I was having a really hard time in my motherhood. And she said, you should check out. This gal, Kat Lee, and her inspired to action. She even has like a little ebook. You can, it kind of helps you um, with your mornings and your routine. And mommy, she has great mommy tips. And I heard Kat's story at our mops group. And I think I cried like six times, <laughs> not to like set expectations, but I think I cried six or seven times. And I was like, Kat, stop making me cry. Um, but Kat, your story of, of mothering and the importance and the value you place on it comes from your own history with your mom. And so um, since there, I know there are listeners of mine who may not be familiar with your story. Would you share a little bit of that with us? Absolutely.
1: And you know, it's really God's story and I love it's, it's, I almost feel like he's just up in heaven, just weaving this story together. And he just had so much fun with it. And I love that.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, fun? well,
1: there's, there's sad parts, but yeah. just the way, you know, the, the. You've seen the redemption of those yes, sad parts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so. Uh basically, I, I never knew my mom. She passed away when I was only nine months old. She was from the Philippines, and she was a nurse, and she came over to the United States to work in at a hospital in Chicago. And through some different people, she met my dad, who was, you know, this all american blonde hair blue eyed guy and Mm. they fell in love and they got married. And uh, then they had my brother who is about four years older than I am. And she had a disease called lupus, Mm. which I think is a lot more treatable now than it was then. But, um, so yeah, when I was nine months old, she passed away and it wasn't until a couple years ago that I ever even saw a picture of her and I in the same picture, just because she was so ill the whole time. And, um, so, so you know, I grew up not knowing, not knowing my mom first of all, and not having a, a mom to show me all those mom things that you know a girl wants. It, she didn't brush my hair. I always wore the dorkiest clothes uh-huh. because you know it was my dad and my brother, and um, we spent some time with my grandparents. But you know, fashion and grandparents aren't exactly synonymous. Yeah. So you know, I just, I just always wondered. What, what is it? What is this mother-daughter relationship like? Because you'd see movies about it, and I'd hear friends talking about their moms, and I was just like, I just want that. I just want to know what that that thing is. And it was just this realization that I was, it was just this thing that I was just never going to know. Yeah. And I, I just, it was not something for me. And so growing up, I would always just look up to different people and try to um, emulate my life after different people, just trying to figure out what it meant to be a girl or to be a woman and, and who I was, who, who was I going to be? And I specifically remember at one point I was uh, 26 years old and Jimmy and I were already married and living in Houston. And we had gone to this Sunday school luncheon mm-hmm. and I was sitting there and I saw my Sunday school teacher. Um, she was probably in her forties and she had a 10 year old daughter and her daughter was sitting on her lap and they're playing one of those, you know, those hand clapping games. Yeah. And I, I am, completely unrhythmic. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. I, I hurt people when I try to do those <laughs> hand clapping things. I slap them in the face. I just don't get it. So I was kind of fascinated, you know, watching them just go at lightning speed with this hand clapping thing. And, and then it was one of those things that just, it just kind of suddenly hit me and I was sitting there watching them and I was just like, you know, at 26 years old, more than anything, I, I just wanted to I wanted to be that little girl. I wanted to sit on a mom's lap and play a hand clapping game and know that there was this woman who loved me completely, who was willing to show me and teach me everything that I needed to know and just to feel that that unconditional covering and, and leadership just in my life. And I just uh yeah, it was I was crying in some barbecue <laughs> spot.
0: Okay. And if y'all are it, crying now in the middle of the grocery store.
1: i'm sorry (laughs) um and Uh, so it's just this thing i was just like i i just want that and i wish i had that and i always felt like god in that moment whispered just wait Mm. just wait for what i have for you because the beauty of it is that a couple years later and now you know i have not just one girl but i have two girls and we play hand clapping games and do all the mom things, and um, and I love being their mom, and I love Mother's Day, which is also something that I I always hated growing up mm-hmm. because we would go to church and they would you know have us sing these songs, and I just had to stand in the audience, you know, stand on stage, and you know, I would just stare at the ceiling or I'd just mouth the words because I had nobody to sing it to. Or I'd make mm-hmm. crafts and I would just throw it in the trash, and it just felt like this very bitter, yeah holiday for me and, and I just love how God just redeemed that and now it is my favorite favorite day of the year. In fact, I'm sitting in my office right now yeah. and I have all these fantastic planning things. Like I have a cork board and a marker board and a like a magnetic board. And I have <laughs> nothing planning on them. I just have all these little love notes from my kids <laughs> covering them because it's just such um an incredible opportunity because now I do know that mother-daughter relationship. Um, and so I don't know if you want me to go into,
0: well, I think that, yeah, I think that, you know, it kind of shows how that relationship was redeemed as far as, um, you getting to know what it feels like to have that intimacy with, between a mother and a daughter. But I think that even your realization of the role your mom played in your life came around in another, another piece of your story that God wove together. And yeah, I'd love for you to
1: share that. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing that I always like to say is that sometimes as moms, we can feel like, you know, we're not really doing anything, doing anything particularly exceptional. Mm-hmm. We're just doing really, really normal things. Yeah. But I didn't even know my mom and she's had this incredible impact mm-hmm. on who I am and who I've become. And so how much more are are you guys listening having an impact on the lives of your kids every single day when you get to hug them and you get to speak truth and life into them. And it's just such a such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mentioned that I grew up with my my dad and my brother and my grandparents. And so I pretty, I mean, my mom was Filipino, but I pretty much grew up thinking I was white because, (laughs) you know, except for my brother, everybody else in my family had blonde hair, blue eyes and and everything. And I didn't really know anything about my Filipino family. Um, We'd gotten a couple letters on occasion, but I just, I had no idea how many aunts and uncles I had. I didn't really know where everyone was from or what anybody's names were and and all of that. Um, But then shortly after I started Inspired to Action, my blog, I got an email from a guy named Sean Groves who heads up uh, Compassion International's blogging trip division. I don't know what you call it, the Compassion (laughs) Bloggers (laughs) division. I don't don't know what that's called. (laughs) He heads up the Compassion Bloggers. That's the name of the thing. And um, anyway, he messaged me and he said, hey, um, we are going on another trip and I wanted to see if you wanted to go. And I was – so blown away because I'd been writing this blog for about a year and it felt like such an uncomfortable blog for me to write because, you know, it's the point really of my greatest insecurity. I don't know what it's like to have a mom Mm -hmm. and I'm writing this blog about being a mom right? and it was just totally the hand of God on everything to allow it to grow, to allow people to want to hear anything that I had to say. And so then for him to say, Hey, we want to entrust this opportunity for kids' lives to be changed to mm-hmm. your to your words, I was blown away because I'd followed compassion trips and and you know been so moved by them, and I was honored to be able to go. And um, but then it was kind of what he said in his next message that just I mean I sat down and cried because he said um, we're going on this trip to the Philippines. Mm. Do do you want to go? And I never in my wildest imagination imagined that I would ever get to go to the Philippines. I mean, it's the other side of the world. My family's not a huge international travel family. I know a lot of families are, but mine isn't. And at that point in time, I had three little kids and the idea of my husband and I ever getting over there without them or being able to travel with them to get over there. And I didn't even know who I would, you know, what would I do over there? I didn't know my family or anything. Um, And so I just, it was just this sweet moment. And it just felt like God was just like, things are coming around for you. Things are coming around for you. And so um, through some crazy other circumstances, a cousin that he used to write me letters back when we were little found me on Facebook. And so when I finally got to the Philippines on the day that I met my compassion child, which was already super emotional, um, we got back to the hotel. And when I got out of the bus that we were on, I looked up at the lobby windows and there are these floor to ceiling windows. And there's this group of 18 people. And I just knew that was my family and they had arranged to meet me there. And some of them had traveled over 24 hours just to be there, just to, to meet me. And it was just this, I mean, I was just a crying mess because for the first time in my life I was surrounded by these women who looked like me and I was surrounded by these people that knew my mother and could tell me stories about her and knew her personality and and these people who reflected a lot of her personality and I could imagine what she must have been like and it was and yeah it was just incredible and powerful and they even showed me this banner that they had made because apparently Filipino people <laughs> Are really into banners and I don't think that's just my family but <laughs> as I scroll through Facebook now I'm like oh look somebody had a half birthday look there's a giant banner celebrating their half birthday it's so but awesome. they had done one for a family reunion several years before and so they were showing me pictures of the family reunion and I saw the banner on it and it was a banner of our family tree and as I looked more closely I saw my brother and I's name on there wow. and it was just like all those years when I'd wondered about them mm. We weren't for we weren't forgotten. We were we were known, and so it just kind of felt like and that's what God was saying to me the whole time. All those years, I wondered about motherhood and being a mom and ever knowing that mm-hmm. relationship. God knew all along how it was going to um, come together that I was going to have the opportunity to be a mom and to know that relationship. I was going to get to meet my family and and develop relationships with them, and so. It's just been a really sweet story of his love and his care and um, his turning hard things around for good things. So great.
0: Ugh. I mean, there's just so much encouragement and hope for all of us if we're in something that seems bleak or we don't see how this is going to turn out or it's not what we hope for. Um, that we have that the trust that God God knows and and I was even reading this morning like with Moses and how he messed up and killed that Egyptian. And he thought he'd take control and deliver the people on his own. And it's kind of like, even God used his failure. It wasn't like his plan was thwarted, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, we can even mess up and trying to make (laughs) our own plan and God can redeem it and, and make things
1: right. So absolutely. Wow. So thank you for sharing your story. It's God's story. So it's fun fun, fun to share.
0: Hey, y'all, you're about to hear Kat share about Hello Mornings, how she's waking up for her kids, not to her kids. And you just heard me share a portion of scripture I read during my time with God. And if you want to be that mom who's reading God's word, but you don't know where to start, you should check out Laura Casey's Write the Word journal from her Cultivate What Matters shop. If you heard me interview her last week, you know all about it. If not, go check it out. Go to GodCenteredMom.com backslash Write the Word. These journals are gorgeous. They come in two different colors. Inside, you'll find 50 different scriptures. Each volume has a different grouping of scriptures, but they've been carefully chosen. For each section of scripture, you get two pages. On one side, you get a place to put what you're grateful for and the date and uh, a place to hand-write out the scripture that that Laura's chosen, and then on the other page, you can do whatever you want. There's no rules. You could journal out prayers to have a record of what you're going to God for. You could uh, just draw what what God's leading you to draw. You can let your kids doodle on it. It's just some place for you to meet with God, let him speak to you, and it's super simple and a great way to get in the habit of reading God's word. Go to Godsendermom.com backslash write the word or go to check it out at the Cultivate What Matters shop. All right, back to my conversation with Cat. Okay, so there's another part of your mom's story. When I think of Cat Lee, I think of like she gets it right all the time. So it's hard for me to imagine the old Cat Lee, who um, who struggled in your mothering and um, the kind of the the precipice to launching your inspired action and your maximize your mornings was kind of this pre. <laughs> Pre-maximizing time. Could you kind of tell us about, like, what life was like for you with young kids and your struggles? Back
1: when I wasn't perfect? When you weren't perfect. Now that you <laughs> are.
0: But, like, like just enlighten those of us. Make us feel like.
1: <laughs> Clearly you weren't in my house this morning when I was trying to get everybody out the door on time to school.
0: Well, I wasn't, but. <laughs> I just so um, even if you say that, I'm like, I still can't imagine it. <laughs>
1: Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to shoot some video, do some video. next time <laughs> yeah, be of really me being helpful. grumpy be or, really or have helpful. my kids tell stories of my grumpiness.
0: Because don't you do that? <laughs> like, if I'm in a grumpy moment, I don't think of Cat Lee being grumpy.
1: Yeah, I, I don't picture, picture you it. being perfect.
0: And I'm like, oh, this is how she would have handled it. And I'm even worse off because why can't I just be like this person at their best moment?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we don't compare totally. each other to our each other's worst moments. It's like my right. worst
0: and your very best. So. Right. I
1: don't picture Anne Boscamp being grumpy with her kids. No. I, so yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what
0: was
1: yeah, life so, like in the eons ago? Yeah. I kids. had a, I had a, one of my most notable, terrible, horrible, very bad. What is that? No, I can't yeah, even remember it. Yeah. That Alexander. day. Alexander yeah, and yeah. the it's terrible, be a movie. horrible, no good, very bad day. Is it really? Yeah. They're making a movie. The whole That's family has
0: a bad day. That's the, that's
1: a movie. <laughs> you have to expand it. If it's going to be a whole uh, movie. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so I would just, I don't know. It was just one of those days, probably tons of issues leading into it, but it was just one of those days that by the end of it, I was just like, let's just get the kids to bed. Yeah. Just get them in bed and close the door and then maybe I'll be okay. And so I I did. I finally got them to bed and I just needed to be by myself. Mm. So there aren't many places that a mom can do that. (laughs) So I went out to my garage and I sat in my minivan in July in Texas. and. So as um, sweat just poured down my face, so were the tears. And I was just crying. I was just like, God, why do I stink at this so much? Why can I not be patient? Why am I so incredibly just completely frustrated with my children and with every little thing that they do today. Why is this so, so hard for me? And, you know, how can I get it right? How can I, how can I just turn a corner? And I just felt like he was like, you just need to start getting up earlier. (laughs) And I was just like, um, so let's go back over this. I have really little kids (laughs) and they already wake up at the crack of nothing jumping on me and, wanting Cheerios or Sesame Street or whatever. I get up pretty early. I think we've got that part covered. Um, but he was like, no, no, you need to get up for your kids and not to your kids. You need to get up before them and prepare your heart and understand my heart for them before they even get up. And it was just this very clear thought. And I was like, oh, you, why, you, that's true. That's true. And <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good idea that's why you're who you are and I'm yeah, who I am yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so so I did I started just getting up earlier and it just it changed things it changed I mean you know it was it, it's not an overnight thing it's not this magic pill nothing is a magic pill of transforming everything immediately but the process of it is saying you know what God I am this. You gave me these kids and I'm going to do whatever it takes to fulfill whatever you had in mind when you gave them to me. And if it's getting up early, then I'm going to trust that you have the grace to get me through the day or help me to go to bed early so that I'm not tired or whatever it is. And so I would just start getting up and um, just you know, super simple, nothing deep or profound. I didn't have an interlinear Bible and a lexicon <laughs> sitting around me interpreting Greek. Yeah. I would read like a couple verses, and then I'd pray a short prayer for my kids. But I would it just took the time to be like God, what's on your heart for them? How can I encourage them? How can I have a, a your perspective for the day? What do you want me to focus on today? And it allowed me, instead of my kids jumping on me in bed and me saying go do something, go get Cheerios or whatever. And then they mess up the kitchen with Cheerios and then I'm mad. Instead, they come in and I'm just like, hey, Jackson, I'm so excited to see you. You know, I, I was praying for you this morning and I just really believe that you're going to be a boy who fights for justice, that you're going to help people who who are hurting and who are broken and you're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus to people who need it. You're going to be a superhero for Jesus. And you know, what kid wouldn't want to wake up like that? right? And here, just truth spoken over them. I don't do that every day, but just that's my heart towards them more often now just because I'm connecting with God and saying what do you have for them instead of it just being, you know, cat the mom, <sighs> it's cat the conduit of God's grace to them yeah. or at least that's the goal. So I love it. That obviously that just changed so much for me.
0: Well, and it I mean y'all heard in the introduction but cat like I mean, through her example, changed my mothering. The reason I even have God-centered mom, the reason I can even survive more kids is is that example. And it's not because um, I'm the good Christian and I get up early because that's what God wants and only the good Christians. God only listens between 6 and 8 a.m. That's not, <laughs> why, that's not why I'm doing it. It is a sanity saver. I was at um, Trader Joe's this week. With just my two year old, my youngest one, and it's funny to be out just with the one, because mm. people are like, "Oh, he's so cute," and they start giving me advice, and I'll oh, just, just you know, and I'm like, "Well, actually, he's my fourth boy," and they're like, "What?" You know, and this one guy was like, "I don't know how you do it. How do you do it? Oh, you must be a saint," and I'm like, "No, mm, and then it gives me a chance to kind of share my faith because mm-hmm. I'm like, "It is only through God's strength," um, and I just make sure that I'm staying connected to God and that I have time with him before they even get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And if, yeah, cause I, I literally cannot mother four boys on my own. Maybe I could have handled two. Like, I really think if I just had two, you know, I think I would have thought I was a pretty awesome person because of all the pride I had before kids and yeah. how much I wanted to be a mom and how much I'd read and um, even got a master's in it. I really think, I was pretty proud of how awesome I was, but by the time I got to four, oh my heavens, I mean I really can't I can't do it in my own strength, and so that time is essential and it and I you know was a okay, I'm just gonna do five minutes because I loved sleep so much, and I only did five minutes and then I tried to do it from bed for a while, and that just didn't go well (laughs) oh we'll just turn on my light my bible rewrite next to my bed that didn't that I always fell back asleep um and then uh I started I uh Kat decided with who was the gal that thought of the challenge Michelle Michelle what was her last name yeah yeah exactly Um, it has been a long time we were talking it was 2000 something
1: 2000 do you think it was 2011 it might have even been 2010 because I launched Inspired to Action with the Maximize Your Mornings ebook. Yeah. And so I actually think it might have been 2010, the fall.
0: Okay. So this gal, Michelle, <laughs> came up with the idea of having a challenge where, like, we keep each other accountable mm-hmm. and we sign up and we would have, like, a leader who would kind of check in on us and we'd all maybe tweet, Hey, I'm up. And then with the hashtag, Hello Mornings. And I was blessed enough to have Kat be my accountability captain person. And she was really good at it. Can you imagine? <laughs> I even remember I got the flu really badly and I missed like three or four times. And you were sweet enough to send me a direct message and just check in on me. Like, um, how you doing? Checking in. Notice you haven't been, you know, on Twitter the last couple of days. Anyway, I was just, and it got me back into it. and I. I think I would have totally dropped the habit if you hadn't checked in. So, mm-hmm. I am not only a big fan of waking up early; I'm a big fan of the accountability of hello mornings. So, That's yeah. Awesome. Tell me, tell us more. Like, and then how has it spread since then? When the first challenge happened, do you know the numbers back then? Do you remember?
1: I want to say it was maybe. I don't honestly. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. Maybe a hundred. Yeah,
0: it wasn't that many groups.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Um. And. I would sit there and organize people by time zone, desired wake-up time, and something else I want to say on an Excel spreadsheet. And if you know me at all, you know that that is like complete opposite of any strength that I have. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was kind of sad. So, um, so, yeah, and then it has just grown from there. And honestly, I, I haven't paid attention to numbers as much, but I think... You know, it's definitely several thousand, maybe four or five thousand. And I, I do know I did pay attention to countries not too long ago, and it was like 40 different countries, Wow! which I just think is incredible, you know, because I'm a mom and I, you know, at the, that time I wrote during nap time. And so just to to think about how the Internet has allowed us to impact the nations of the world is amazing um and so yeah and it's just really cool and and it's fun to see some of the friendships and relationships that have developed out of hello mornings as well and it's it's been neat also to watch some people go from participants to accountability captains to joining on the leadership team and and it's just been really neat to see different people grow in leadership and 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 sharing their skills and stuff with it so it's been it's been such a fun fun journey?
0: Well, I think um, if you're a mom listening and you are just weary or you are feeling like your current mode of operation is not working, um, you don't know where to turn, you feel poured out and no one's pouring into you, um, I would just recommend first going to Inspired to Action, downloading the, the free Maximize Your Mornings ebook, glance at it, Sign up for one of these accountability groups. What do you got to lose? I mean, you go to bed five minutes earlier, you wake up five minutes, go to bed five minutes earlier, wake up five minutes earlier, and then um, spend time with God. And I think we just underestimate his power and his strength mm-hmm. in us. Um, and we totally. just figure we can just do it on our own. Um, there's a spiritual world that we just really, I know I do. I just, I really, because we don't see it, we don't. We underestimate the power of it. So, um, yeah, I just – it's catenized both of our hearts Is to – I think we should call it inspired to action to be (laughs) (laughs) God-centered. Like we just really want um, moms to be the best mom God created each of you to be. And he doesn't – I don't want you to compare yourself to the other moms on Facebook or a cultural – uh, qualification, but God made you specifically, he gave you strengths and a personality that matches with the kids that he gave you. And he's equipped you with his Holy
1: spirit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he, He's the game changer. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, my son plays soccer and we played against this team where there's this boy that everybody knows <laughs> he is just amazing. And he comes in the game and tr- Completely changes the game, mm. and when he goes out, the game completely changes again. Mm. And that's that's what God can do in our lives. Yeah. You know, He can just come in and at any given moment score a couple goals for us. Yeah. But then, if He's not in there, we can just feel so defeated and so um, unfocused and not have the direction and the vision that, that we need. And just. He just wants to spend that time with us. And I love what Louis Giglio says. He says, God wants us to wrap our arms around his neck and not just stick our hands in his pockets. Ooh. And um, I love that He just he he created you. He picked you to mother these kids and he wants to walk with you through that and it doesn't need to be a million hours just you know it can be five minutes just spend that time with him to to get his heart and his vision for you and for for your kids and it can be a complete complete game changer for you
0: awesome i love it love everything about it and i'll have all the links in the show notes at GodCenterMom.com. and you should definitely check out kat also has a podcast if you have not checked it out why not awesome inspired to action um through itunes uh it's great be encouraged and thanks kat for taking time in the midst of your chocolate chip cookie eating (laughs) to chat with us and share share your god story
1: well i always love chatting with you heather so thank you for having me on
0: well we'll need to see you soon up here in dallas yeah
1: yeah all right go bears shake (laughs) them bye bye
0: Okay, are you inspired to do something different with your mornings? Then why don't you sign up for the three minute 30 day challenge? Go to hello backslash three dash minute dash morning. And and we make sure it's morning. Yep. And you can get details on how you can sign up. And once you're done with those 30 days, you can sign up for a group session, which will start mid-February. Uh, Kat even has a video explaining the three minute morning. Let's say you have, I mean, literally three minutes. Y'all have three minutes. That's scrolling through Instagram, basically. Uh, pray through one verse of a psalm. Look at your calendar. Drink a glass of water. <laughs> That's your three minutes, and your day is going to start off differently. So, this is going to be a really cool thing. She explains it on a video if you go to hello mornings.org backslash three dash minute dash morning. And I'm excited for everyone that's gonna start and try this out because I think it's gonna be better than you thought. I think it sounds more intimidating than it is. Uh, I know it's revolutionized. My mothering wouldn't have this podcast without cat and that time in God's Word. I also want to let you know that Kat is releasing a new book coming out January 2018, so make sure you are listening to her podcast and the Inspired Action podcast that you are following what she's doing because that can be a great resource. I'm hoping that churches will start getting them and starting groups through your local communities, uh, women's ministries that can just be supporting women to be in God's Word. Okay. Y'all have been so, so encouraging. Thank you for all of your notes. I've been blown away just when I would get in a low point and feeling completely overwhelmed by the month that I've had caring for two sick parents in my home. I would get a note of encouragement from one of y'all and it is God's grace to me through you. So thank you for being his voice in my life and encouraging me I hope you have a very merry, merry Christmas with your family, that it is sweet time celebrating the birth of our king. Uh, He's going to reign forever, and I can't wait till he comes back, Um, hopefully before my boys start driving. That's my goal. (laughs) So, y'all, thank you for listening. Make sure you are spending time in his word. And uh, adios. Have a very merry Christmas. I guess given my adios, I should say Feliz Navidad. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with He, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping Him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and He is pleased.